Hey everybody, it's the SIFT Podcast. Save it for the football podcast. This one for week 12 of the 2021 NFL season. The mayor and I talked about the moon. And we talked about um, week 11, of course, week 12 coming up. What we like as far as wagers, a little bit of fantasy football. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the SIFT Podcast, save it for the football podcast, this one for the uh, week 12 of the NFL season, the NFL 2021 season. Uh, We are going to talk some headlines from this past week and from Thanksgiving, Uh, give out some croutons, talk a little fantasy maybe, Uh, but first of all, I'd like to welcome in the mayor. Uh, Mayor, are you enjoying this weather? Uh, I am, and, uh, you know, we got to see each other earlier this week, and we watched some Monday Night Football. It's always good when we get to get together. Um, anyone who wants to follow me, I'm on Twitter at 49Gators. You can follow the mayor for some top insights in fantasy football. Um, it's college football rivalry weekend, and I'm sitting here, you know, on a Saturday morning in a pair of shorts watching the um, – Florida, Florida State game, which is always fun. And people in Michigan right now are, it's snowing and they are bundled up watching Michigan play Ohio State. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the weather is great. Uh, my question to you is what is the greatest rivalry in the NFL? You mean, uh, you mean historically or do you mean right now? Let's say right now, and then historically. I'll have you answer that twice. Uh, but right now, personally, I think uh, this has been building, and they've already played this year, but Brady versus Belichick, right? Right right now? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess you could say they're a rivalry, even though they can only possibly play each other twice and then not till the Super Bowl. That would be a pretty good rivalry. What would be one of your historic rivals? Um, when I think about historic rivalries, um, I think like, uh, I mean, going back to, you know, teams that, you know, I remember being big rivals. I think of like, uh, San Francisco, Dallas, um, that's kind of like, you know, what I remember from the nineties and the eighties. Uh, when both of those teams were good at the same time. Um, I don't know. What is your historic rivalry? You know, I guess um, I'm going to go just a little more into recent history and probably, you know, the Colts and the Patriots when Manning and Brady were absolutely at the top of the game. And, you know, was a, they ch- traded blow for blow in the playoffs or in the AFC championship games. And you know, getting a lot of Super Bowl appearances between those two teams, it was it was quite quite an impressive rivalry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was I was thinking more um, more farther back than that, but yeah, definitely those games between the Patriots and the Colts when um, when they had those two quarterbacks, uh, and, and they meet in the playoffs seemingly every year. Um, are you ready for a random fact? Yes. 
So astronomers and scientists uh, who study space, uh, they are able to determine the age of moons, how old moons are. And of course, almost every planet has moons. Uh, ours only has one. Um, Mercury doesn't have any because they would burn up uh, before they, you know, they, 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 they would just burn up. Uh, but there are some planets with lots of moons. Do you know how the astronomers decide uh, how old a moon is? Um, no, I do not. All right. So you know how the moon is filled with craters from asteroids that have hit it over the years. The more craters the moon has, the more asteroids have hit it. Then presumably that's uh, an older moon uh, because it has been hit more times. That would make sense. And what I understand is our moons is one of the newest of moons there is in terms of age, but it is still about a million years old, if I'm remembering that, this correctly. That sounds right. I didn't, uh, I didn't do that research for this particular random fact, but that sounds right. Sure. Yeah, if if not, you can fact check me. Hit me back on, hit me back <laughs> on Twitter at Forty Nine Gators. Um, I'd love some fact checkers to go ahead and check that for us. Yeah, we're gonna get some hashtag Moon Talk. Yep. Uh, all right, let's look back at uh, headlines from last week. Um, you mentioned the Patriots. They scored twenty five straight points, unanswered points against the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think that's ever happened before. Did that happen? To- some point it sounds familiar. you know it, it here, here's my advice to Kyle Shanahan who now coaches the said 49ers just run the ball when you're winning by 20 28 to 3 in the Super Bowl <laughs> every play just turn around and hand the ball off no matter what yeah so or take big- a knee I mean either one would have worked this seems like ancient uh, history now. The, the Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons uh, 25 to nothing on Thursday night. This, this was the uh, game right after our last podcast. Um, the Patriots will play uh, in New England against the Tennessee Titans this week. Uh, any thoughts on Patriots and Atlanta? You know, the Patriots right now, they are, you know, they're doing a lot better than everybody, you know, when you kind of give them credit for when you look at it. They're averaging 27 points a game right now, which is six in the league, and they are averaging 16.1 points on defense right now, which is the league leading best scoring defense in the league. Yep. Uh, Belichick has got this team dialed in and... I think New England is going to be a force to be reckoned with going forward. Yeah, and this will be a big test. Uh, Tennessee seems to maybe have lost their grip on this, uh, losing to Houston last week. We'll get to that. Um, Atlanta at Jacksonville. I can hardly think of a less watchable game than Atlanta-Jacksonville. might be New York Jets at Houston, but uh, that's that's uh, that's the games we got look to look forward to this week. Uh, all right, let's move on. Minnesota takes down Green Bay. Uh, Minnesota 34, Green Bay 31. Um, Minnesota will play at your Niners in San Francisco. The Rams will play at Green Bay this week. Any thoughts on Green Bay or Minnesota? Uh, Green Bay, you know, they're they're staying solid. They're keeping, um, keeping up with the flow, winning a lot of football games. 
they're, you know, Aaron Rodgers with that broken toe might be something to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to affect him in the short term, but I, I think this team is playoff bound and as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, this team is going to go deep into the playoffs. All right, and Minnesota did uh, take them down. This was the first time they failed to cover the spread since week one. Uh, Another kind of shocking turn of events, Indianapolis beat Buffalo 41-15. to Um, Any thoughts on that game? You know, Indy is another one of them teams that is a little bit better than everybody's giving them credit for. Uh, They're... You know, they're a top five scoring offense in the NFL and they're leading in turn of turnover differential by plus 15. And the second best team in the NFL right now is Buffalo at nine. So they are getting they're generating tons of turnovers. They're not giving the ball away a lot. And that is always a formula for winning football games when you are also, you know, scoring an average of 28 points a game. Yeah. And uh, they have a pretty good running back. Buffalo, of course, defeated New Orleans on Thursday night, um, and Indianapolis will play Tampa Bay this week in Indianapolis. We'll talk about that game a little bit later. The Washington football team took down the Carolina Panthers 27-21. to um, The Monday night football game, Seattle at Washington football team. Is there a worse Monday night football game this year? You know, when they pick this game, they're like, this game could be really great. And then it turns out it's not going to be. It's too bad they can't flex out Monday night football games, but there's a lot more logistical nightmares that come with that. Um, And as I watched, the Gators just threw an interception. Um, that is terrible news for Florida fans, although they are winning seven to nothing. Uh, but, you know, Washington is, you know, they're capped right now and, and, and they need they need a lot of help. Yeah. And um, but both Washington and Carolina are still in the mix uh, for for a playoff spot. If, if you really want to um, draw it out that long, I don't know if that uh, will happen for either of these teams, but they still have a chance. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, just really quickly, I want to touch base on this. You know, the all the away teams lost or won on Thursday on Thanksgiving. And the AFC playoff picture kind of tightened. And then the NFC playoff picture kind of, like, opened up for the teams nearer the top. Uh, it's a big swing of events for the NFC and the AFC just from Thursday games alone. Yeah, the Bears winning. Uh, we'll get all into all that later. Uh, Houston took down Tennessee 22-13. to uh, As I mentioned, the New York Jets go at Houston in probably one of the least watchable games I can imagine. Tennessee will play at New England. already mentioned that. Any thoughts on this loss? Tennessee going down 22-13 to to the Texans. NFL, I mean, that's just – that's the way it is. I, I think uh... – Tennessee is, you know, has a ceiling without Derrick Henry and the first couple of games they were able to figure their way without him. Um, They're going to have to kind of get a little better on offense and, you know, and keep that, um, that try to figure out their top five in rushing, but that's a lot to do with Derrick Henry. Um, Try to keep that rushing game up a little bit and, you know, try not to, and try to get Ryan Tannehill to be a little more, uh, a little more efficient. And I think they'll be all right. 
Yeah, I think they're going to be okay, too. It was a little bit of a shocking loss, but they've been playing on the edge in a lot of these games, uh, actually, technically, really all year, but especially since Derrick Henry's been out, it's hard for them to keep a lead because they can't run the ball. All right, let's move on. San Francisco 30, Jacksonville 10. Any thoughts on your Niners making a run? You, they're, um, you know, they got a little bit of a schedule ahead of them still. They've got the Rams again. Uh, they get to play Seattle one more time. You know, their division, their division record is very bad right now. I think they're one in four in the division. So that's not going to help them going forward if it comes down to a tiebreaker scenario. They're definitely going to have to win, you know, five five of their next six or, you know, go on a very good run. Uh, just keep pounding the ball like they are. They have beat kind of two lesser than great teams the past couple of weeks, but maybe they can string a couple more victories together and keep in that hunt. They're in the eighth spot right now for the playoffs, so they just need a little bit more to go their way, and they might have a chance. Yeah, they're definitely still in the mix. They play Minnesota in San Francisco, as I mentioned before, and then, uh, as I mentioned before, also a very unwatchable Atlanta at Jacksonville a game coming up uh, tomorrow. Cincinnati took down the Raiders last Sunday, 32-13. to Of course, the Raiders uh, bounced back and beat Dallas on Thanksgiving in overtime. Cincinnati will get Pittsburgh at Cincinnati this week. Do you have any thoughts on either Cincinnati or the, or the Las Vegas Raiders? You know, the Las Vegas Raiders just seem to be inconsistent. Um, losing their coach and some of their wide receivers hasn't seemed to bother them. They've seemed to be able to get guys to step into the role and win some, you know, they win big football games and then they lose duds. It just, it's inconsistent at best. Uh I think they're still, you know, on the verge of getting a playoff spot or right on, right on that line. So I think, I think this team is going to be able to get into the playoffs. And you know, I th- think that's kind of how the Raiders sit right now. Yeah, and Cincinnati's kind of been inconsistent as well. Of course, losing to the Jets, um, but they've, you know, they are a team that is capable of blowing people out like they did to the Raiders. So. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out, especially this week. They get to play Pins- uh, Pittsburgh in a divisional game. Could really mean a lot for both those teams. Uh, Kansas City defeated Dallas 19-9. to It's hard to believe, that, but that was uh, a week ago. And uh, Dallas, of course, then also lost to the Raiders. Um, they seem to have trouble with the AFC West. Do you think that's just a coincidence? Uh, I think Dallas is going to be okay. Uh, you know, they're definitely playoff bound. You know, it's it's tough to play on Thursday after you've played on, on Sunday regardless. Uh, losing both of those games isn't great for the morale of a football team. But I, I think with Dak Prescott and that offense, you know, they are up there uh, in points scored, 30 points a game. And they are leading the league with 419 average yards games. So I, I think this team's going to be able to generate some offense. Um, it's when that defense comes into question is, you know, they, they they need their defense to show up all the time because that offense has put up a couple duds already. And other than that, I think they'll be good. Well, right. I mean, losing Amari Cooper, um, CeeDee Lamb, you know, not having those two guys, uh, that makes it an offense not run very smoothly without the top two wide receivers. Um, without that return touchdown by Tony Pollard, I think that that game was probably go- headed for a blowout, but uh, Dallas came 
rushing back and uh, lost it in overtime. Kansas City, of course, on a bye this week. Another team on a bye this week, Arizona. They took down Seattle 23-13 with Colt McCoy. I mentioned Seattle's playing Monday night at the Washington football team. About Seattle much, but what about Arizona winning these games without Kyler Murray and without DeAndre Hopkins? That's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's that's a lot of coaching. Um, If, in my opinion, you know, coaches' jobs are to get players ready to win football games, putting your players in win- in winning environments and getting them in a position to win. Uh, they're not getting behind in these games, and that's kind of, you know, the key. But uh, Arizona is a very good football team, and they're averaging 28 points a game. They're not really turning the ball over. Their turnover differentials plus eight for the season, which is a third in the league. So they're playing, you know, mistake-free football as as it is well. You know, and this might seem obvious, but something that I have learned uh, since this whole COVID outbreak started, you know, when you lose players, you can survive that. But sometimes you can't survive losing coaches. So if you have like a whole group of coaches out, uh, your team really suffers a lot more than even with star players out. So uh, something to keep in mind when you're uh, taking a look at these games uh, where you're going to wager. So now help me out with this because I'm, uh, I'll, I'll admit I'm a bit of a, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here. So when a coach is out for COVID, they can, with the technology the way it is, they can still attend every meeting and every situation up into the game. Right. And how come they haven't figured out a way to have these coaches, you know, being able to influence the game like they do? And how is them not being at the game the single difference factor in winning and losing? I don't know. You would think maybe they could get like a COVID suite uh, upstairs or something and uh, they could still be at the game and, you know, calling plays or whatever they need to do. Um, I don't I don't know why they haven't uh, done that. Up to and including, you know, Zoom meetings during, you know, before the game, halftime, you know, at breaks, you know, hey, this is what I saw on, on, you know, so I I don't really understand why um, that's happening. But if anyone wants to give us some insight, we're we're glad to hear it. Yep. At 49 Gators. uh, Hit us up. Why? Why is why is that not possible? All right. Let's move on. The Chargers 41, the Pittsburgh Steelers 37. Uh, this one, a uh, unexpected shootout. I would have thought this was going to be a low-scoring game, but it turned into a shootout. The Chargers play at Denver. Pittsburgh, uh, as we mentioned, is at Cincinnati. Any thoughts on the Chargers? Uh, Justin Herbert is the key to the Chargers. Um, I, I don't think they're going much further this season. They they need to start winning some football games and they're stuck kind of in a very tough division. I think the AFC West is all on a winning record right now. Mm-hmm. And the entire AFC is pretty bogged, pretty bogged down. Um, so I think the better team, the teams that were really been talking about this whole time, Kansas city, uh, Buffalo, Tennessee, Indianapolis, I think they're going to get those top spots and, I I think the Raiders and the Chiefs are going to probably sneak in there as well. So I think it's just going to kind of leave the Chargers on the way out. Um, I, I thought a lot better of them earlier in the season, but they just haven't, you know, they just have won football games they need to win. 
Yeah, and they they have to win in their division. Uh, they play at at Denver this week. They they got to basically win out probably, and and definitely have to win those games uh, against the Chiefs and the the Raiders and the Broncos. All right, let's move on. We watched this game together. You mentioned this: uh, Tampa Bay thirty, New York Giants ten. Wasn't really uh, that entertaining of a game, um, but. Uh, Tampa Bay plays at Indianapolis, which should be a very good game this week. Philly plays at the New York Giants. Any thoughts on any of that? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit later, coming up with some croutons, maybe with Indy Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay looks like a solid football team, but as we've said it before, and I'll say it again, you know, it's going to depend on the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to um, deliver that team victories. Without him, he is he he is the reason they win and lose football games. That defense is really good, slows down a run game. But without someone being able to deliver the football, all that talent that they have on the offense, uh, they're they're not going to win or lose it without him. Yeah, and um, I put a dollar on Chris Godwin first touchdown that did come in. Of course, I put a couple of other dollars on first touchdown so I didn't win a lot of money and then I lost a, a couple bucks on Thanksgiving um, those uh, Thanksgiving games just going to run those down real quick I, I put a three team underdog parlay it was plus 2600 I couldn't resist uh, Detroit uh, Las Vegas and New Orleans to win and that was plus 2600 two dollars to win 54 of course that didn't work out Chicago beat Detroit in the first game, and it was all over, 16-14. to 14. And then the Raiders, of course, defeating Dallas in overtime, 36-33. to 33. And then Buffalo blowing out New Orleans, 31-6. to 6. Uh, Anything to say about the Thanksgiving games? Yeah, um, they were all really entertaining to me. You know, maybe it was just caught up in the moment of uh, football and Thanksgiving. You know, it's a shame that... So someone tweeted it best and I'm not trying to change tradition. I don't want to get screamed at a 49 Gators on Twitter. Um, but like the NBA Christmas is like their premium day to play basketball mm-hmm. and they pick three premium, what they know will probably be premium games come December. Mm-hmm. But every year in the NFL, we're stuck with the lions and the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys have a huge, huge national following, I'm not dare suggest they never remove them from Thanksgiving over the Lions. But, you know, a, t- a team like Indy Tampa Bay playing on Thanksgiving this year would have been a phenomenal game to watch. The Bills and the Saints, what should have been what a pretty entertaining game. I think it still was. But, you know, give other fan bases a chance to be able to watch their team play on Thanksgiving other than that one flexed in game that seems to be completely random. Um, but I did take a, a three-team parlay on Thanksgiving, and I picked uh, I picked the right trio of winning combinations and wow. hit a three-team parlay. Nice. So it paid about thirty-five dollars. Uh, it was a nice little boost to the um, account. So I'm sure plus four dollars on the Indian tribe at the moment. So I think I'm going to cash out and retire. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm de- I'm down my 50, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Um, all right. Well, actually, let's take a break. That's a good segue into our break here. Let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk croutons and a bunch of other stuff right after this.
So, yeah, let's get into the Hard Rock Croutons. Uh, I don't know how much longer we're going to have these Hard Rock Croutons available to us. Um, they denied the stay, so uh, I, that's going to get shut down uh, any day now. I really don't know when that's going to happen. I can't find information on exactly when they're going to shut the app down. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Judge in Washington, D.C. has ruled, this is overruled, uh, the state of Florida um, allowing um, the Hard Rock Casino uh, to have an app available to all Floridians to wager through um and so that will get shut down and you know might come back i don't know when it's going to get shut down um and i don't know when it's going to come back but uh for now we have access to wagering through that app the hard rock sportsbook uh any thoughts on that mayor so really quickly i did i i read that article that i tagged you in yeah and then i i read another article that says the thing that was challenged in a court is that the Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock Casino does not have exclusive. It, it is illegal to give them the exclusive rights to sport booking through yeah. an app in Florida. So that would may possibly open the door for some of the other competitors that are a little more national brand type uh, fantasy football slash sports book type companies um, to allowed to participate as well. So yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but I did see um, uh, one of their competitors was offering very valid um, payouts of plus 110, plus 120 on just typical pick em games. So they're offering a little more juice than possibly the Hard Rock does, but mm -hmm. that's when you kind of get into the monopoly factor of of sports booking and it gets into a lot of technical stuff. So I, I think we're just going to kind of have to wait and see where the cards fall. And until then I am going to get a couple uh, hard rock croutons on the games. All right. So um, I mention this every week now, but uh, my pet theory is uh, that teams struggle going into their bye week. The teams that are going into their bye week for this week, that will be the bye teams for week 13. Cleveland is at Baltimore green Bay is playing the Rams in Green Bay. Carolina is at Miami, and Tennessee is at New England. Those are the four uh, bi-week teams for Week 13. So just keep that in mind. Of course, both of the bi-week teams for 12-1, uh, Kansas City and Arizona, they're off this week. They won last week. All right, I wanted to talk about this. We got a bunch of home dogs this week. The New York Giants are plus 3.5 at home. Miami is plus 2. Indianapolis is plus 3. Denver is plus two and a half. Green Bay is plus two at Green Bay. And Jacksonville is plus two at home. So do you have any thoughts on a bunch of home dogs this week? Um, I do have uh, one or two bets as a home dog. Actually, just one bet, but we'll save that for a little bit. Um, you know, the, this, the league really now is top-heavy and bottom-heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, the teams at the top are really, really good football teams. I uh, had a questionable week or two, you know, may lose to uh, a lesser opponent, but that's kind of the way the NFL goes as the parody of the league. And that's why everybody loves it so much. But these top teams, you know, they're, they're favored for a reason, whether they're playing home or away, not necessarily a factor uh, when you can score 30 points a game. That's a good point. Um, all right. So 
let's get into croutons. Uh, I managed to make a little bit uh, of croutons this week. I lost three of my bets, but won my spicy meatball. Green Bay minus three, uh, minus one and a half. They had covered every game since the first week, uh, but they did not cover against Minnesota. So I lost 50 croutons there. Seattle plus two and a half. That was probably a crazy bet, but uh, they lost to Arizona. 50 croutons there. Dallas plus two and a half at KC. So we're looking at last week's game. They uh, they they were driving down to possibly cover in that game, but they did not. They threw an interception. So uh, 50 croutons down the crapper there. New England minus seven at Atlanta. That was the only one I got. That was the Thursday night game right bef- right after our podcast. They easily covered that by outscoring uh, Atlanta 25 to nothing. So I'm up to... Uh, I don't know, 600 and something croutons. Uh, I still can't pay Uncle Vinny back yet, but we'll see if maybe this is the week when I can get there. Uh, how did you last? Well, at least you weren't completely flushed. At least um, New England, Atlanta uh, held you up there. Right. Uh, my week my week was not. Um. My croutons were not so good. Uh, I can't go back and forth to my list because that's every time I do. Now we have technical difficulties. What I can tell you is the only bet that I got right was a 50 crouton bet of Indianapolis and Buffalo Bills over 50. I nailed that for 50 croutons. My other three bets, I lost 300 croutons. I'm down to 1,695 on the season. Uh, Still in the green. Uh, Uncle Vinny is not going to be taking one of my knees. Uh, I did take out one of my feet last night on my own so that's a different story um so other other than that i've got a couple good bets for this week and i'm excited to share them well i have your your last weekend's uh bets here at las vegas plus one against cincinnati the disgusting LA, the la chargers minus five and a half um and then green bay minus one and a half was the spicy meatball <laughs> Yeah, that was another disgusting bet. Uh, evidently, uh, if Rodgers would have had one more toe, that one and a half points would have made a difference. Yes, you're probably right about that. All right, so you want to go ahead and get it kicked off for this week's croutons? Yeah, so um, for this one, I'm looking at my first bet. I, I really had to stare at these for a while to kind of see and diagnose what I what the mayor sees as some good bets. Um, I'm first game to start with is Philadelphia. They're playing the New York Giants, and they're give, giving up three and a half points. I'll uh, I'll lay the points with Philly. I think Jalen Hurts is starting to come into his own with that Philadelphia offense. And if you kind of look at his stats in his first amount of games to Lamar Jackson's same amount of games, they are very equal. Um, I can't I don't have that in front of me. I saw a little earlier this week on ESPN. Um, pretty fascinating that he is as good as Lamar Jackson was when he started. Yeah, that's a good pick. I really do like Philadelphia this week. They got rid of the clapper. Do you know who's calling the offensive plays uh, for the Giants this week? Uh, no, but I mean, anything has got to be better than the clapper. How you can, how you can hire somebody that was absolutely the anchor to Dak Prescott is beyond me. But there you go. Uh, it is Freddie Kitchens, former wow. Cleveland Browns coach. Yeah. Hopefully he can cook something up, but probably not. <laughs> All, right. All right. My first bet, and this is a big number, 
But I think New England's going to take care of business. They're in New England. They're minus seven against Tennessee. I'm going to take that for 50 croutons. I do not think uh, the Titans um, can get a lead, and I do not think they can hold a lead. I think they're one-dimensional right now, and I, Bill Belichick loves a one-dimensional team. Uh, so I think the New England minus seven is the play. You know what? That just gives me a sif surprise. So right. um, this is – I'm going to introduce a new segment to our crouton betting um, if the case ever fits. Uh, this is like a major stay away from me. I would not touch this game for a penny, even if it were paying 100 to 1. Um I think this game is going to be too unpredictable. Um, yes, Indy is or Tennessee is going to be a little one-dimensional without Derrick Henry, but I think they they're going to find a way to keep this game close and possibly even win. Uh, seven points is way too much for New England. All right. All right. What's your pick? Oh, okay. So for my second pick, um, I'm looking at the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Green Bay, or. I'm not sure if they're playing. I'm sorry. I may have that mixed up. Uh, but either way, the Rams are giving up two points. They must be at home. No, um, it's, uh, it's it's in Green Bay. And Green Bay is uh, plus two. Yeah. Okay. So either way, I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams. I think they're going to get business done. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, now that his toe injury is very known in the world, the whole world has seen it. Um, pun intended. I, mm-hmm. I think uh, one bad you know, one bad misstep, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say that NFL players are going to directly go after the foot of Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, what happens when you're tracing after a quarterback is one thing. So, and I think that offense in Los Angeles is pretty damn good, and I think they're going to get business done. Well, I'm on the other side of that, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, my next pick is Washington football team. It's it's a pick em on a Monday Night Football. I'm going to take them over the Seattle Seahawks for 50 croutons. You know, that's – I'm good with that. Are Were they playing in Washington? Yeah, they're in Washington. Yeah, that's probably that's probably a pretty good pick. Um, the question is, you can actually watch that game to know if you've won or not. Uh, probably not. I'd probably go to bed early and uh, just check in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good call. Maybe check on Facebook if you wake up in the middle of the night for your um, – Night nightly break um, for my 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 next pick. Uh, I see Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, I think Cleveland's on a downslide, and I think Baltimore still. You know, I think they can get business done. Uh, they're giving up three and a half points, and I'm going to lay fifty croutons on that. All right, and Cleveland going into a bye next week in week thirteen. So just keep an eye on that. My next pick is Indianapolis plus three at home. They're getting three points to this Tampa Bay team. Uh, presumably, uh, I guess it's because of how Tampa Bay played, and they think maybe Indianapolis can't run the ball on Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I got Indy plus three for 50 croutons. Yeah, you know, that is a good pick. And for my spicy meatball, I'm going to stay right there with you. Um, I, I don't know what the odds makers know that we don't. But Indianapolis has scored 28 points a game. Tampa Bay is averaging 31, so they're pretty close there. Uh, like I said earlier, the turnover differential, Indy is plus 15 on the season, leading the league. So 
I don't really understand what, what we're missing here in Indy's rushing 147 yards a game against the Bucks defense that can stop the rush, but even then they're gonna get they're gonna get some. So I, I like that plus three a lot. Laying two hundred croutons down for my spicy meatball. All right, and as I mentioned before, I'm on the other side of that Green Bay LA Rams game. I am a little worried that we're gonna see Jordan Love out there for the Packers. At some point during the game, that would be very scary. But Green Bay is plus two at home against the Rams. I honestly think the problem in this game is the Rams are not entirely healthy. Obviously, they lost Robert Woods. I don't think Odell Beckham is going to be able to just jump right into that spot. I think Matthew Stafford has played poorly the last few weeks, and it might be an injury that we don't know about. Um, That offensive line hasn't looked particularly good. So I'm going to lay 200 for Green Bay plus two. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good pick. So doubling back, I think that Washington pick is probably the pick I would agree with you the most on if our sifters are out there and want to put some um, croutons down. If you're in the state of Florida, go to you, you'll have to go to Google and search Hard Rock uh, Sportsbook app to find it. It's a little a little conducive on finding it, but once you do, you'll be able to uh, place some bets. If not, check your local state and where you reside and you can place your bets as well. All right. And things are going well in fantasy football in our long running league. Yeah, I think we're both uh, playoff bound right now. And I think even if you were to forecast the schedule out, I think we're, you know, we're both going to get in unless there's a catastrophe at the end. You never know. Um, my double quarterback league, I think I'm sitting in third right now. I hit a little bit of a slide, but I've got plenty of points scored, and I'm looking playoff bounded there as well. All right. Yeah, so I'm all the way up to second place. I think you're in fifth right now. We can. Uh, I can't move up this week, but uh, the team in front of me looks like they might lose, and I'm pretty projected to win so if that happens i'd be one game back with two games to go for first place but really what matters is getting into those one and two spots and having the number one and number two running backs in fantasy football hasn't hasn't hurt at all and i have the number two tight end over the last four weeks george kittle since he's been back has been great so i think i'm 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 kind of like a a runaway train at this point yeah you know good luck to you um i I'm going to need a little bit of lightning in a bottle here for the next two weeks. And, you know, I'm going to have a little bit longer road in the playoffs. Uh, I've, you know, hopefully, you know, things work out for both of us. Maybe we'll meet each other in the championship and, you know, that'd be pretty exciting for our sifters. Win all the money. That's right. Uh, All right. And then sink or swim. Uh, You are currently leading 47 to 44. You have uh, picked well, go ahead. Tell me who you picked this. Yeah, I, I believe I, I looked at the Washington. Uh, the pickings were kind of slim by the time I looked at who I've already picked. And I guess we haven't discussed. I, I guess it's, you know, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, if we pick a team and they don't win, are we allowed to pick them again? Or are we not going to go down that rabbit hole once we pick them? They're picked forever. No, I think, yeah, we got to stick with once you pick them, you can't take them again. Okay, yeah, that I'm. that's fine. I mean, I just kind of had that random thought just now. Uh, so the Pickens are, Pickens are getting there. Uh, so I'm going Washington this week. I think a, a dismantled Seattle team is, 
you know, apt to lose any time they play. So uh, I think Washington at home is the pick. Well, on the spreadsheet, you've got Philadelphia. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I did pick Philadelphia. Uh, you picked Washington. That's correct. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I agreed with your pick, but didn't want to agree <laughs> with it. Um, but I did pick Philadelphia over, you know, they're, you know, they're playing the New York Giants. So yeah. I guess I kind of spoiled the the sift there. That's all right. It's uh, so the mayor's picking Philadelphia and I'm taking the Washington football team this week. Probably both going to win, so we'll probably still be three points uh, separate by uh, by the end of the week. Um, the game you're most looking forward to this week. So I have a couple candidates. Obviously, you are going to want to watch that Niners game. But uh, how about Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay, Tampa Bay at Indy, and Tennessee at New England? Any of those uh, stand out? I wish I were not working at the um, at my place of employment this week this sunday and if i had three tvs i would watch all three three games at once all of them are going to be really great football games and these are definitely going to help determine future playoff spots and or seating so i I think uh they're going to be must see tv and just really quickly i want to double back that the um they said that the dallas uh Dallas game, Dallas Las Vegas game was the most watched regular season football game in in like the past twenty five years, I believe it was. Yeah, I saw that too. But why? Uh, I think just the perfect storm of you know more families were together this year. I mean, it was it was rough last year. You know spending time with family, don't spend time with family, you know, no large groups. And I think uh, Las Vegas, you know, the, the Raiders still have a huge following and Dallas has a humongous following. And it was just like the perfect environment to watch some football. I'm just surprised at that. I, I thought, you know, that the the Bucks game against the Patriots would have been a big number. Um, but I guess, I guess, uh, I guess, you know, yeah, everybody's together. So there's a lot more eyes on the, on the football screen, uh, in the middle of the day on Thanksgiving. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed the game. Uh, I really enjoyed the, uh, the payout at the end. So, you know, everything was good for me. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we wrap it up and send, uh, send the sifters off to Sunday? No, and again, uh, it's been a great show, and you know we'd love to hear from any of you if you any of you got anything to say. Yeah, hashtag Moon Talk <laughs> for the cheesy. <laughs> I uh, want to thank you for listening, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. All right, there you have it. Week twelve of the NFL season coming up. Well, we already started it on Thursday. But more games coming up on Sunday. I hope you get to watch all of the ones you want to and you enjoy maybe a little bit more time with family in front of the TV watching some football. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you next week for sure.